Some renters are being forced out of their homes as landlords scramble to repair flood damage in Auckland. Hundreds of homes swamped in the torrential rain are being assessed. Already 175 have been red-stickered, meaning they are not safe to live in. President of the Auckland Property Investors Association, Kristen Sutherland, joins us now. Kia ora, Kristen. Do you have any idea of the scale of the problem in terms of your members? Oh, hi, Lisa. Thanks for having me. Um, it is very hard at the moment to get a handle on those numbers, and we don't know. We're just going anecdotally from you know what we hear from our members, but it is certainly a, a significant event across Auckland that's affecting you know a, a good proportion of our members. So red stickered stickered houses. There's a number of those, but there's hundreds more that have been assessed um, as you know severely damaged, limited access. What are landlords' obligations here, and and not just their legal obligations? What about their moral obligations too? Yeah, so I think you know, in any natural disaster like this, I'd I'd say to to everyone involved in the process that you know we're dealing with humans on all sides here. So you know, it's about a negotiation. It's about uh, communication. Uh, keeping people as informed as we can. So for landlords, you know, their obligations are around if there has been flooding through the property to dry out the property. Um, And if tenants are using things to dry that out, then, you know, to pay for power to do that. But that's just the practicalities. For me, it's more important about, you know, this is a process between us, um, our tenants, uh, and we need to keep those communication lines open. So really important to get in touch and see what needs to be done to help them. What about negotiations around reduced rent if there is damage to a property? Yeah, again, this is a negotiation and a discussion between uh, the landlords and the tenants. So um, it really depends on what's happened to the property. And it's very difficult because there's no black and white, um, you know, written down rules about this really. Even the insurers and the Residential Tenancies Act disagree on the definition of what's uninhabitable. And actually, Residential Tenancies Act doesn't even have a definition of uninhabitable in there. So what I would encourage landlords to do is to do all they can to make, you know, premises habitable for tenants. If they can't, then it's working with your insurer and your tenant to make sure that firstly everyone's safe and that the damage to property and you know both yours and the tenants is minimised. As a landlord, what have you done? Yeah, so look, I'm I'm a landlord survivor from the Christchurch earthquake. So you know, the day after the floods, we were in there. I think it, you know it's very important for landlords to get in and take steps, as I said, to minimise damage. Uh, but to help their tenants. So, you know, I've been in there with um, uh, my husband and we've ripped out carpets, uh, we've been drying floors, we're doing wet-dry vacuuming. So if landlords are in the position to do that, I really do encourage you to get in um, and help as much as you can. If you're not in the, in the you know, situation that you can do that, then, you know, please make sure you're communicating with your insurer to get in uh, and get there as quickly as possible. But remembering this is going to be a long process. It's a big event and resources are limiting. So please remember, your insurer is under a lot of pressure as well. So be nice. Uh, they're human too. Uh, but, you know, get in if you can and just minimise that damage and make it easier for your tenants uh, to, to stay in the property. How long did you spend on the line waiting for your insurer? Oh, well, one day was two and a half hours and then I think they accidentally hung up on me once I got through. So I gave up that day. Uh, and then the next time I think it was only about two hours. So, you know, I, I understand that they are very busy. Uh, this is a very big event uh, and, and they're doing their best. So, you know, once I got on there, I think I said, you know, I understand you guys are, are busy. Uh, but it, it is a long time, but it's worth getting that process started and getting in the queue with your insurer so that they can assess what you need.
what is this going to do to the rental market, right? Because we know there's a housing crisis already. And if a lot of these properties are taken out, whether it's for a couple of weeks, a month or even longer, what is going to happen? Yeah, I think we can all accept that, you know, it may follow a similar process to what Christchurch did in that we are going to have a supply and demand issue. So we will have a shortage of supply of rentals for a period of time, just while all these repairs um, are undertaken. And I think it just needs understanding from landlords and from tenants that that will be the case. And we may see some increased rents for that period of time. And that's really just down to supply and demand. Is that fair, um, though? That- Is that fair, Kristen, to take advantage at a time when people um, have been forced out of their homes by a natural disaster to make a bit more profit by, you know, jumping up the price on your rental? Mm. Um, I'm not, I guess I'm not in the position to say whether it's fair or not. It it often is just the case. Um, It's the same in any market when, you know, their supply and demand changes. I don't think landlords are out there to make an extra, uh, you know, an extra buck at the end of the day they're in they're just trying to do the best by their tenants really uh, and offer properties to people and if if the rental prices change during that time then then that is the market but at the end of the day you you're know, not you're not that, giving any uh, advice around that in terms of your membership because I know you've posted um, some some information via video and you're, you're telling them to be kind you know and considerate of their tenants so would that not also involve being kind and considerate in terms of um, ratcheting up the price of of rentals yeah and I'm not talking about ratcheting up the price of rentals I'm just saying that there might be a supply and demand issue that could change some of the prices so certainly you know I'm advocating for landlords and tenants to be kind on both sides and this is a very stressful situation for both sides and yeah I really want landlords to be considerate it's a stressful situation for their tenants and understand their house has been flooded so you know we need to do all we can to make it as pleasant as we can for them uh, and, and to get these repairs done. Really appreciate your time, Kristen. Thank you for joining us. That's Kristen Sutherland, who's the Auckland Property Investors Association president there.